Okay, hey guys, welcome to the White House. Welcome to the White House. Lighthouse. <laughs> you know what? It is the White House today. Okay, today you're going to get. Um, they, they should probably give this class before we're 20 years old to everybody. Because um, the purpose of this class is to give everybody dots, to give everybody knowledge on basically how to find your soulmate. Um, it's very troubling to see the market nowadays. I see a lot of people, they're just headed in the wrong direction. And we're here to basically give them the right direction so they can basically, God willing, find their soulmates. Okay, because the soulmate, the soulmate is definitely out there. It's just, we, we, we need the right directions. So there's three types of people in this world. There's people that watch things happen, there's people that make things happen, and there's people that say, I don't know what happened. And that's what we want to try to avoid. I don't know what happened when I'm 30, 40 years old, I'm not married, what am I doing? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. So that's why we don't want to be the I don't know what happened kind of crowd. And I, I, again, I, I meet tons and tons of people. I hear the stories. I hear the stories in rehab. I hear the Shalom Bayit. And, and honestly, it's all a lack of knowledge. If we have the knowledge and we know what to do, we know our purpose, we win. I, I'm, I, I like to go for the win. I don't like to go for ties. So that's my mentality. I'm an all-in kind of guy. I don't like to go in, yeah, go 50-50. Go again, this class is going to give you a big wake-up call. And hopefully the key is to give you a different perspective on the single scene. And I guarantee you, if you follow these instructions, you will win. Not only have I, this class, not only have I personally spent tons of time preparing for it, but I've actually consulted with a lot of Kabbalists, just to make sure I'm not off. The sources that we're going to go here are from the Arizal, which is and also from the Shargulim, not from Oprah. I mean, these are real sources. These are sources that they're coming down from Shemaim to tell you exactly. When I was single six years ago, um, I basically got married in 30 days. I knew the formula, I knew what to do, I knew the test, I knew the market, and I knew what to do. Basically, that's the bottom line. I knew if I didn't have this Torah from Rabbi Nachman, if I didn't have this knowledge, who the hell knows where I would be today? Who knows where I would be? We're in Miami, the Yetzirah is, is crazy down here, and who knows where I would be? So the only thing that kept me normal, and I realized, my life comes down to my decisions. Your life comes down to your decisions. So I knew I had to make a decision. And certain decisions that I made got me to where I am today. If you realize that your, your soulmate is really the second half of you, it's not some, oh, it's nice if I find my soulmate or not. It's really your partner. I mean, if you're looking for a business partner, you're not going to look for, you know, if you're looking for pigeons, you're not going to find an eagle, if you know what I mean. Uh, you're, it's, a, it's a second part of you. That means if it's a second part of me, I don't want some anybody. I want somebody that's going to make me better. That's the whole point. People have to understand. It's a partnership. You, we, we're both partners in one soul. True happiness in life happens at your soul state. You know, people say, well, where, where do I need the soul state? Let me go relax. Let me go have fun. If you look at a fish, right before a fish dies, it goes crazy. It looks like it's having a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, what happens? The fish gets caught. That's the story. You see a lot of people, look, look, look. Look at, the, you know, they post on Instagram, look at my vacation with this new chick. And, but they don't show you the picture of the, of the girl throwing the coconut at the guy for looking at another girl. That they don't show you. They don't show you the, uh, the grind. They only show you the nice pictures. But when, she, when the guy's looking at another girl, they don't, throw you, they don't show you the picture of the coconut in their face. So there's a lot of stuff you're seeing on, on Facebook that's not realistic. And if you realize that at the end of the day, I have to look for the second part of me it's not some game. It's not some BS. This is real. It's not some, this is where I have to put effort into it. I have to have clarity on before I make a decision. I can't go on on just my desires. 
And that's unfortunately what we're dealing with today. You know, you have to cool your impulses and heat up your vision. You know, people are all about the, the now. You, you have to cool your impulse and heat up your vision. The vision, the, the future is what you want to invest in. Okay, you're going to have a little fun. We've all been there. I know the players. I know the game. I know the whole story. I know the mentality. We've all been there. We've all messed up. But the key is, let's go. Let's go. There's a, there's a, there's a way to attract your soulmate. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I'm going to give you five or six tips today. That I guarantee you, maybe 90% of this room has never even done maybe one or two things of these things. I, I can almost guarantee it to you. Because it's... It's really, anything that you want to be good at, you got to put time into it. You got to invest, you got to figure out, and you have to have the da'at. The Gemara clearly says, the main reason why people suffer is because they don't have the da'at. The da'at is the consciousness. That's why suffering happens, because people don't have the da'at. You know, if a guy was losing money in his business, he would figure out, why am I losing business? Why am I, he would call his accountant, hey, why is my quarter lower? What? He would take immediate action. But unfortunately, with our soul, if I'm religious, I'm not religious. You know, people tell me, you know, I want to get, you know, I think I'm close to Hashem. I say, okay, what do you do? I go to Yom Kippur once a year. Okay, you're going to an event. That's not a relationship. Yom Kippur is an event for you. You're not in a relationship mode. So right now, the effort has to be, number one effort is, if you're looking for your soulmate, you got to be in your soul state. <laughs> Common sense. How could you look for your soulmate and if you're not in your soul state? You got to be in your soul state, not in your, you know, in your, in your a person having too many desires. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people very frustrated. And people all, I hear it across the board, I'm frustrated, I can't find anybody, I can't find anybody. Frustration is basically a person doing the same exact thing over and over and expecting a different result. If the diet's not working, there's a reason why it's not working. If you're not finding the zivug, there's a reason why it's not, it's not, it's not working. The effort, people are putting so much effort today in finding the right person instead of making themselves into the right person. You understand? Hashem knows who your zivug is. Your zivug is based on your quality of your, of your deeds. Your, your zivug is based on your quality of deeds. If you're all day long, you're spending on finding the right person, you have to become the right person and Hashem, comes to, and Hashem will find you the zivug. Number one, number one thing. You have to invest the time in becoming the right person. I knew that. I knew that. I said, very, very simple. My shidduch is out there. I'm going to put 99% of the time praying and, and, and keeping my impulses. Then 30 days of the zivuk came, actually came. My friend John introduced her. She came right into my house. I didn't even have to go anywhere. I didn't even, I didn't even leave my house. And this is what happens. I've set up people and I've seen the same results. So it's, it's possible the zivug is out there. It's already declared 40 days. A person's declared for this zivug. The problem is, instead of attracting it, we're going away from it. You're always either attracting something to you or you're pushing it away. Just understand that. A woman's main mission in this world, really, is to come here to help her, to help her husband achieve his tikkun. That's the woman's 99% of women come down here just to help the husband. They're here to, to correct the husband. Unfortunately, how many marriages you see, the guy has infidelity, he loses his soulmate for a little pleasure, and he pays it after. But the soulmate's right there, beautiful marriage, what, he had a little impulse, he couldn't control his impulse, next thing you know, look what happens. Look at the divorce rate. So your wife is there, really, to make you into the best person you can be. So you can actualize into the best person you can be. Now, sometimes, unfortunately, 
People have to go through divorces. I myself went through a divorce. Sometimes we have, we have debt from our past Gigolim that we have to do. We have to marry certain people. It could be a divorce. It could be nothing wrong with you, but sometimes there's a lot of debt in the past world that you gotta pay. And there's nothing you could do about that. Nothing you could do about that. I went through that. I went through major tikkunim. That's part of life. So we want to focus on the future. We don't want to focus on the past. Rabbi Rush says something very beautiful. Before we, we really go heavy into this class, it's very important to thank Hashem for the situation you're in right now. Don't have any regrets for, for the situation. There's a great story about a guy. He had three daughters in Eretz Yisrael. Right? And what happened? All day long he was crying. He's crying to Hashem. Hashem, I can't find my, I can't, my, my, my daughters can't get married. My daughters can't, can't get married. He used to wake up at midnight. He used to go to cover Rachel. And he used to pray that his daughter should get married. So what happened? Rachel Emenu came to him in a dream. And what happened? She says, listen, your prayer was answered a long time ago. But you didn't say thank you for being in this situation. You understand? The prayer was already answered. The problem is when we don't say thank you for the situation, we're trying to say, you know, God, you made a mistake. You got, you know, you, you, maybe you, you, you got the wrong guy, maybe it's the wrong name, are you sure? So we're going against nature. So when we, don't, when we have a Muna, we're saying thank you. It's meant to happen for this reason, and it's everything is calculated exactly according to me. Why? Because maybe I wasn't ready, maybe I would have met the wrong guy, maybe etc, etc. So the number one thing, because you can't go into a date and you can't go into a situation with an ugh, Oh, another date. You can't have that mentality because then you're, go you're going against yourself. First thing you have to do is accept. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm single right now. First thing you have to say, thank you. Number one, anything that happens to you, thank you. It, it was divinely purposed that it should be at a specific time. Once you say thank you, you can already feel much more calmer because you know it was divinely orda ordained. Okay, number one thing, if you don't say thank you, then you're really, you know, look at everybody getting married, look at everybody getting married, and then you, you feel off, and then you get depressed. When we get depressed, then we don't feel like praying, and we, we lose hope. You know, when, you, when, when, when people say, oh, find me a day, oh, you know, you hear the heaviness. We don't want heaviness. Heaviness doesn't do nothing for us. So the first thing is we do is we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you for the situation we're in. If it's a divorce, thank you, Hashem. There's a reason why it happened to me. So that's the number one thing, just to get it, a person to get it off your chest. So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are looking for stimulus packages instead of, instead of spiritual packages. You know, last time Obama gave us a, a stimulus package, nobody got any money. So, at the end of the day, we gotta, we gotta also invest in the spiritual package, especially for women. That if a woman realizes that she's the moon, the husband's the sun. So if he's gonna marry, if she's gonna marry a moon, then she's not gonna get any light. So you can have all the money in the world, but if the woman's not receiving from the husband, she's gonna feel very depressed. She's gonna feel very depressed. So we want, we definitely want to invest. Again, it's a partnership between two souls. It's a partnership. It's not a game. It's a serious thing. You're never going to be who you're supposed to be unless you are at your soul state. You're never going to optimize who you're going to be. You're never going to be the person you're supposed to be unless you are in your soul state. Very important. That means you're going to feel complete. You know, again, there's a lot of people having a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, there's a price for everything. So, we have to realize that. Okay? So, how do we get into, how do we get into our soul states? 
is basically we have to make the effort on getting the relationship with Hashem. Our number one perspective is if the zivug comes from Hashem, then I have to spend 99% of the time on the relationship with God and then let God worry about my, my zivug, my soulmates. But if you're spending 99% looking and 1% in a relationship with God, <laughs> there's the results. God knows exactly who you're supposed to marry and your zivug is coming based on your deeds. So if you have a relationship with God, you know exactly what you need, you're in touch with your soul state, then you're going to attract the person. The effort has to be on finding, getting a relationship with God, not so much on the person. You understand? Very important. I mean, if you, if, these are like fundamentals that we have to realize, and you have to say, you know what? How long have I really spent on my relationship with God according to my soulmate? You're gonna say, wow, you know what, not much. And, and there's a result. God has this book for you. It's there. Again, if you know what to do, it'll come to you easy. Come to you easy, and it'll come to you, and you'll really be happy at the end of the day. Okay? And it's not just falling in love, you also want to stay in love. You understand? Anybody can fall in love. Staying in love and falling in love, two different worlds. Two different worlds. So the key is to have a spiritual connection. That's the n number one thing. Okay? And, and, and if we don't have that time to spend with God, if you don't have 10 minutes to talk to God, then you have no life. Then you have no life. Either way, you have no life anyway. So, if you don't have 10 minutes to talk to God, you have no life either way. So that's, that's one thing. Okay? So again, we want to say thank you. You know, I, I realized, I said, why is, why is God putting me into this thing? I'm not a rabbi. I'm far from a rabbi. I'm in a, I'm in a drug rehab facility. I have a drug rehab companies. I'm in a businessman. Why did he put me into this position? Because back then, 20 years ago, I used to throw parties in South Beach. And I think, I, I think I'm making a rectification and now trying to make Zibugim. So I, I think I'm trying to do my own repairs in my own life. That's exactly why, who knows why. I, I said, how did I, get in, how did I get into this business? How did I all of a sudden give speeches? How did I get into this? It's because honestly, without Rabbi Nachman's teachings, who knows where I would be? Who knows where I would be? I was, I was lost, I had no direction, and again, it can come back to you very quickly as long as you're going in the right direction. Okay? So, the first thing is, we need to focus on our relationship with Hashem. <coughs> Number one thing, focus on the relationship with Hashem. He will find you the person. Second thing I realized with a lot of people, is they say, you know what? Once I get married, I'll keep Shabbat. Once I get married, I'll do this. Once I get married, I'll be this person. <laughs> what are you, you're making a test with God? Once you get married, do it now! When you do it now, you create a vessel so the light comes to you. When you tell me, once you get married, I'll do this. Okay, that's nice. Once I'll be rich, I'll give charity. Oh, what does that mean? That's not a test. That's easy. A person could take on a mitzvah, one mitzvah. You take on a mitzvah, for example, you know what? I want to keep kosher. I want to keep Shabbat. That creates a vessel for light to come. We have to remember, we have to focus on the vessel, not on the light. For just focusing on the light, it's not enough. You gotta focus on the vessel. So take, th say something that you said to yourself, what would I do if I got married? I, I would do this if I got married. Do it now. When you do that, you attract the mate. You understand? We, we gotta think out of the box. You can't just think like, a, like everybody else. That's not gonna work. You attract. It's like the guy saying, you know God, I'll be happy when I make money. What happens to that guy? <laughs> what happens to the guy who says, you know what, when I get a million dollars, I'll be happy. Or I'll be happy if you get married. What does that guy say? God says, you're an ungrateful person. Why aren't you happy now? 
The same thing when a person is saying, I'll do this when I get married. Okay, that's nice. That, you need to make a, a person needs to make a splash in heaven. You got to make some noise in heaven. You got to make some noise. God's got to see, this guy's trying to make an effort to get married. Look, he's going outside his comfort zone. Then, things happen for you. If it's just the way you're doing it, just the way it is, and you're going one date, and another date, and it's not working out, you're just doing the same thing, and that's called insanity. Doing the same thing over and over, and expecting different results. <clears throat> Very important concept. Don't wait for something to happen for you to do it. Do it, and you'll attract it. Make sense? Has anybody even thought of that? Probably. You say it to yourself all the time. I'll do this when I'll do this. I'll do this when I'll do that. I'll do that when I'll do it. Next thing you know, you don't do it. Words, cheap. Action. We're all about action. Words are cheap. Anybody can talk. It's free. Okay? Second, that's a second, one of the second big ideas. Okay? Third thing is, this is, you're probably never going to hear this chidush but it's such a, what, a, what an idea. It's, you know, you have a soulmate out there. You should pray for your soulmate. He's out, they're out there, she's out there. Pray for him to do tshuva. Pray for him to find you. Specifically, the guy's got to do the heavy, heavy, build, heavy lifting here. You have a soulmate out there. Who knows, maybe the soulmate lost their job. Maybe their soulmate, something happened to them. A person should spend five minutes praying for his soulmate so he should be able to attract his soulmate. Pray for them. Pray for them. If they're not doing tshuva, pray for them to do tshuva. If they're not doing this, pray for them to do this. You know, you probably, did anybody pray for their soulmate here? Zero. Figured. Unbelievable chidush. That's when you have that, you go up there, you have a whole different prayer now. You're not the same guy. Oh, I can't find anybody. There's no guys in Miami. Anytime people tell me, it's like the guy telling you, know, there's no jobs in Miami. What do you tell the guy? What do you tell the guy? There's no jobs in Miami. You got to make the opportunity happen. Hey, there's no guys, in, there's no jobs in Miami. What kind of a person, what would you think of that kind of person? If a guy tells you there's no job in Miami. So when people tell me there's no singles in Miami, I say, no, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, it's, it's a problem with the vessel. It's not, there's a lot of light. You know, it's like the guy, he's squeezing, he's trying to get water, but his cup is here and he's realizing there's no water coming down. There's no water coming down. So again, we want to build vessels. Vessels come, you have a vessel, light comes, you have everything. You have everything. So again, spend some time praying for your soulmate. They're out there. Who knows, all of a sudden you meet your soulmate and you say, wow, you know what? You have no idea how long I've been praying for you. What are you talking about praying for? Yeah, I went to this class and I was told to pray for them. And next thing you know, it happened. In order to have something you never had before, you have to do something you never did before. Very important. In order to have something you never had before, you have to do something you never did before. So now we're going to take on, all of a sudden we're going to start praying for our soulmates. We're going to work on ourselves. We're going to take on a mitzvah. Already you're building, you're building a vessel. Now it's just a matter of time for God to give it to you. Makes more sense, right? Than just standing out there like everybody else. There's no singles, there's no guys, there's no this, there's no girls. It's, that kind of speech to me is like, I get tired of that. It's ignorance. Ignorance. So that's one thing you have to focus on. Okay? So again, that's the third thing. Pray for your soulmate. You have to understand how important Amuna is in our in, in our in our in our vision. Amuna is huge. Rabnachman clearly says here something very beautiful. He says, 
through prayer, you can actually exchange your zivug. Can you imagine that? Through prayer, a person can exchange his zivug. He was going to get zivug A. Through prayer, he can get upgraded. Not like a rental car where you get a better out car. No, no, no. You get a different person. You get a different person. That's why I'm saying, how, many, how much time are people spending towards prayer? They're spending a lot of time dating, a lot of time on the internet. But it's praying? <laughs> None. Zero. And that's what your, your zivug is determined on your prayer. Rabbi Nachman says, your zivug and your parnasa are determined on the quality of your prayer. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. So these are four or five things already I guarantee most people are not doing. Are not doing. That's why you have to come to classes. Because classes is not, you know, we try to make these classes as fun as possible. People say, oh, Torah class is not for me. Let, let me go buy a book on relationships. That's why there's 750 books on relationships. Because something's not happening. We are wired differently. Jews are wired differently than everybody else. And you have to understand that. Same thing in drug rehab. I can't just deal with a guy with, a guy with an addiction problem. I have to deal with his soul. You understand? So we have to focus on covering, getting rid of the layers of our soul. So let's talk about a couple things, okay? So those are the two, those are the three things, okay? So Hashem wants you, again, sometimes Hashem wants a person to, to, to pray. He gives, him a, he gives him problems only so the person can get closer to Him. Can get closer to Him. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a Torah right now that is going to probably shock a lot of people. To me, honestly, thank God I don't get paid by anybody. So I can say what I want to say. And I'm not filtered because sometimes you go to a rabbi, he's not going to tell you what you need to hear. Because maybe, you know, you're giving a nice donation, but I, I really couldn't care less. I give, I'm going to give you the truth. What you do with it, that's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do, I'm telling you what to do to win. What to do to win. Okay, so let's talk about these concepts a little bit, okay? So we know we all have many zivugim. You don't just have one zivugim, you have many zivugim, many parts of zivugim. We, this is not the first <coughs> round you came here. We, usually we come here to fix. You're coming to this world to repair. This is not a world, it's not an all-inclusive vacation at the Bahamas, according to popular belief. It's not an all-inclusive behavior. It's not an all-inclusive trip where you can get everything for free and just think everything's for free. No, you're coming here to repair. We, we come here to repair what we've lost, especially a man. A man's job is to find his lost objects. That's our job in life. Our job in life is to find our lost objects. We're, we're supposed to look for our soul. That's why the majority of this, of this, a lot of the work here is on the men. It's on the men. Our job is to find our second half of our soul. Remember, the woman came here, they come here, they re reincarnated. That means if you didn't do what you're supposed to do in, in a past Gilgul, in a past reincarnation, you have to come here, and then the, God gives you a mate that gets reincarnated with you. So she's already coming down just for you. So you might as well give her a little respect. You understand? She's just coming here to help you get to your mission. So if a guy, need, need, if you're smart, you use your wife as an asset, not as the opposite. Gemara says, if you honor your wife, it's like honoring your soul. You get wealthy. You understand? So we, we want to invest in a real wife. Not some crazy chick that's going to drive me crazy and not put me in my soul state. This is, not, this is a short-term solution. I need to go for a long-term solution. 
I need to invest in my wife that's going to point out what, what's wrong with me and help me become who I'm supposed to be. When I'm supposed to be, then I am at my peak state, then I am successful in everything I do, and then I become who I'm supposed to be. That's the way God created the world. Okay? So again, we have to, our, our job is, is, is to heat up our vision and cool down our impulse. Rav Nachman says here in Lesson 87, this one is a very important lesson because it's really going to give you a lot of clarity on everything. Okay? He's saying here that knowing that the rectifications of Elul, that means if a person has a derech, right? A derech means a way. You're either going in the way of your wife or the way of the other woman. A person has these 224 lights spiritual lights, that he, he could either shine into his wife or shine another way. So Rabbi Nachman says here, on occasionally, as a result of a person blemishing his Brit, blemishing his sexual transgressions, he can actually lose his soulmate. He can actually lose his soulmate. And even if he finds her, she's going to be very difficult for him. You understand? As it says here, even if he want, even if he finds a soulmate, she will oppose him and not do what he wants, and she will be a go against him. Our job again is to shine the light into the wife. For example, if a wife sees that you're spending a lot of time on another woman, she feels off. She says, well, "Where you been? Let me check your phone." Especially if she's Moroccan, she's already called AT and T. She's already got your text history. She's already got everything on you. YouTube videos you saw. She saw your prescription. She's got everything on you. They should hire them to, to, for the FBI. They, they got everything on you. What don't they have? I don't, I don't know. Why did you text that girl? Why did you text this guy? They, they already know. They already, before you even put the, press the button. Why did you do it? I didn't even do it yet. Because they have intuition. A woman has intuition. What? What's the intuition that she has? She feels that you're, she's not getting light. She feels the light's going somewhere else. Where's the light going? If I'm not getting the light, I'm going to find out who's getting the light. And I'm going to scream. That's in a very, I'm giving you a very practical lesson on what happens. So what happens is our life comes down to our decisions. So we can realize, you know what? You can't just tell me, you know, Gedalia, I'm having fun right now. But once you find me a nice girl, I'll break up with her. And then we'll get, I'll, 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 I'll date her. <laughs> what is, it's, it's like the guy telling me, you know what? Um, I'll go on a diet and he's got che Cheeto stains on, in his finger, Dorito stains. And he's going to tell me he's on a diet when he's eating Doritos in my face. So it doesn't work like that. We have to, we have to sacrifice things in life, unfortunately. You have to sacrifice things. That means you have to realize that in order to get the right girl, any kind of, when you have too much physicality in a relationship, that screws up the spirituality. You understand? For example, one way to screw up a relationship is move in with a guy. What happens? All of a sudden, the guy loves you. Next thing you know, you know what? It's not for me. What gets him to say that? It's not for me. It's a beautiful couple, nice couple, everything's great. Everything's great on paper. Next thing you know, the guy's like, something's off. You know what? Let me think about it. My mother doesn't like you. Well, where, is, where are these obstacles coming from? Where are they coming from? What are you talking about? I thought we were in love. I thought everything was great. And then the guy, all of a sudden, he gets confused. I've helped a lot of people with confusion problems. And I told them where their source of confusion comes from. It's not the girl. Because you see, what's wrong with this guy? He's a schmuck, he's a perfect girl for him. What's wrong with him? I don't get it. 
Oh, that's what happens. Unfortunately, that's why I read this. And I know if I would have had a lot of action, I would have lost my zibuk. I know it. So I had to make a decision. What do I want? 30, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days of fun? That can cost me three, four years? Or maybe I'll just cool down my impulses and heat up my future. Do you understand how that works? So our job is really, the more you get, if you find the right guy, you have to rely on soulmates. You can't just rely on the physicality, because physicality blocks spirituality and creates clouds. Creates a lot of clouds in a relationship, and then where do the girls have the biggest problem with the guys? They can't commit. Why are you not committing? Where's my ring? Even Beyonce says, don't put, put a ring on it. Why is the guy not giving the ring? Why is the guy not giving the ring? Because he's confused. He's confused. This is, listen, this is black and white. This is from the Arizal. This is from the, from the top, top sources from Rav Nachman. And, and the key is to know this. It's not to be ignorant and say, you know what? I don't feel like it. She doesn't feel like it. You're going to just all of a sudden blame it on a mother-in-law. You're going to blame it on this person. You have to know, listen, we all had a lot of fun. Okay, now it's time to get serious. That means if I want to get serious, if I want to go on a diet, I need to go on a detox program first. Again, maybe it's not for everybody, but your life comes down to your decisions. Your life comes down to your decisions and what you want. I guarantee you, when you're in your soul state, when you're happily married to the right person, that's real happiness. When you come home, you have Shabbat, you have a beautiful family, that's your real happiness. This other happiness, it looks good, but you didn't see the coconut in the guy's face. You didn't see the crazy girl throwing a tantrum. You didn't see the Louboutin heel hitting the guy in the face. What do you do with a girl throws a Louboutin heel in your face? It's happening. It's happening. I know beautiful couples. Ready to go, ready to close. The guy has an affair. The guy cheats on her. He can't, because he, he, he can't, he's going away from her. So what happens when, when we, when, unfortunately when we sin, what do we create? We create klipas, we create husk, that basically instead of giving us clarity, we're very confused. And then we say, what do we say to ourselves? We can probably get better. We can probably get better. Why should I deal with this girl who's, who's trying to tell me what to do when I can date some Colombian girl that's going to let me do what I want? Why would you? Why would you? Why, why not make the move? But guess what? Guess what? I'm from Colombia, by the way. I'm from Colombia. Why would? It looks great, right? It looks great. Great picture. Why would? Why should I? Why should I? Tell me. Because there's a price for everything in everybody. There's a price for everything in life. So what happens with your soulmate that was intended for you? She goes to somebody else. Your soulmate that was intended for you, she goes to somebody else and somebody else marries her. And you end up marrying somebody else who's not your soulmate. And then you get miserable, you get a divorce, you have a horrible settlement, and then you're, you're walking around like this in life. This, is, this, is, this, has to be, this has to be told this way. It can't be told, yeah, it's nice, pray, pray. No, this is, you have leverage. Anybody that comes down to changing in life comes down to one thing. Do you have enough leverage to change? If you don't have enough leverage, it's not change. Why should I get? Why, tell, I have to come into God. Why should I not have fun? Why should I deal with this girl? She's driving me crazy. No, she's making you into who you're supposed to be. Why should I deal with the headache when I can have fun? But you know, it doesn't last forever, guys. We know that. Because at the end of the day, you have to get God's honor. And when you're going against your zivug, you're going to lose your real wife, you're going to have headaches with the other wife, and then your life is just a one big headache. 
and then and, and it looks and that's why you see people they're very depressed there's a lot of pills and they feel like they're not living in purpose they feel like there's no purpose what's the purpose of this world what am i doing here what am i doing here they show up for a couple seders they have a little fun and they realize they're not connected they're not connected because they're not in the soul state your 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 ego is, is is drawn to lust your soul is drawn to love you understand if a person can't talk to god for 10 minutes there's, there's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. There's, the, there's, there's things that are not, he's not doing correctly. Um, and that's really, this is, the, this is the tikkun. The tikkun is, now, what do you do if you're a girl? If you see the guy has potential, and you see this is the right guy for me, you say, listen, <laughs> I'm not going to blow it on a fling. You know, I have girls that tell me, yeah, they tell me, their friends, you know what, let's have a relationship first, and then we'll see how we feel. <laughs> What do you think that strategy is going to lead you? Let's have relationships, and then we see how we feel. And if we feel good, if we have a good connection, then we marry each other. What happens to those relationships? They usually don't last. They don't last. You can't go based on physicality. Of course, you have to be attracted to the person. I'm all into being attracted. I'm all into being... But there's a time to, to cool off. When you're married, you can do whatever you want. But when you're, when you're single... You're creating visions and you're creating clouds and you're not attracting who you're supposed to attract. And when you're not attracting who you're supposed to attract, then you just go into one party, another party, and next thing you know, it becomes Groundhog Day. Instead of spending your time on having a relationship with God, instead of spending time on working on yourself, putting the effort on yourself, then the person comes. So the girl's got to see, listen, this is, this, is half, this is the second half of my soul. If I give him too much milk, he's not going to want to buy the cow. I hate to say it this way. I have to make a decision. Okay, so he doesn't, it's not meant for me. I have to pray for him. We, you have to talk strategy. Yeah, you might scare the guy, but at the end of the guy, that's your soulmate. You can't be a co-accomplice in the, in the, in the problem, because you're helping him become who he's supposed to be. So this, if, you, if a person just concentrates on it, he can attract them very easy. It's not a big problem. So now we're, we have a lot of guys, unfortunately, there's a, there's a huge intermarriage problem nowadays. We all know that. It's, it's almost, God forbid, like a, like a silent holocaust. 60% of people are intermarried. So look at the numbers. It's not something that I'm coming up with. Look at the numbers. The numbers suck. The numbers are not good. Why is it? How could there be so much inter, intermarriage? How could that be? I don't, I don't get it. It's because we don't, have the right, we don't have the right instructions. We're not taught this way. I don't know, maybe the leadership's off. I don't know, I don't know what it is. But people in Israel, they have relationships with Hashem, they're getting married every, every second there's a wedding. So it's not like there's a, it can't happen. You are in a tough position because everybody else is doing one thing, but that doesn't mean you should join them. So you have to realize, you know what, I want to make, this is the guy I want for my soulmate. Let's work on our soul. Let's realize that the more we get into our physicality, the more clouded the relationship is. The more clouded the relationship is, the more of a chance that he's going to He's going to want something else. Because a man is as good as his options. A man is as good as his options. I hate to tell you. I, I, I know a man. I know the way they think. And I know, I know, I know this. This is exactly... A man is as good as his options. If he doesn't have Torah and religion, doesn't have the fear of God, he's as good as his options, everybody. Yes, this is the Torah class. It sounds like Chris Brown. But this is the Torah. A man is as good as his options. We have a Yetzirah. We have a Yetzirah. And the Yetzirah is very, very strong. And if you don't pray, Rabbi Rush says, if a person doesn't pray, at least to have help with the Yetzirah, he hasn't had a chance. 
The Gemara says the only way to beat the Yitzhar is to pray that you should have that you should have some success. You know why? Because the Yitzhar is fire and you're flesh and blood. And you're flesh and blood. So our Shefa also, our, our abundance comes from one when we when we're in soul state. Because God blesses the couple. That's why the Gemara says if a person gets married, you know what happens to him? All his sins are forgiven. Imagine. That's why people get they get a bracha from a chatan. How come you get a bracha from a chatan? The guy was just in South Beach. Where, where, where's this guy giving me a bracha? Who's this guy giving me a bracha? He was just in Nikki Beach. Where, uh, he's, he's, he's dancing on tables. Next thing you know, he's giving me a prayer? That's the power. That's the power that you can actually get all your sins erased. Because that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So you can go from jumping on a table in, in Nikki Beach, the next thing you know, you're giving people brachas. But you, you, again, it's going to be tough, and you're going to have a Yetzirah, and you need prayer. And you need prayer, and you need to be strong, and you need to be focused. Rav Nachman says here in Lesson 66, but now again, you say, listen, I don't want to be like this my whole life, with one girl after another girl. Because at the end of the day, guys, we all know that when you're not with the right girl, you, you, you get tired a little bit, you get sick of it, and you want to move on because you're not connected to her soul. If you're not connected to her soul, you want to stay with her. That's your wife. That's the person. So that's what, how do you know you're in your soul state? When you, have, when you have that connection, your soul feels the connection. But remember, the more you get into your soul state, the more, bingo, you see the, who it is, you need to know who you marry, and it becomes very easy to deal with. Rav Nassim says that there's no one poor than a person poor, than a poor person that's poor in his mind. All poverty is in the mind. Person doesn't have a direction, he doesn't know where to go. He's saying here that our job is very simple. Our job in life is man is sent into this world to search for and retrieve all the lost things which share the same root as him, as his. You are here to find, you're in a treasure hunt in your life. To find all the lost things that you have. So the wife has to say, listen, I, I came down for this guy. I gotta make sure that this guy is, is like a coach. Your wife is like a coach to you. I gotta make sure I, I help this guy repair his tikkun. Otherwise, he's coming back for round five. <laughs> he's coming back in another Gilgul. You understand? Fortunately, we can come back in Gilgulim as humans. There's people that come back as rocks. There's people that come back as plants. There's people that come back as this. And that's when your soul really, really suffers. And that's when your soul, your, soul, your soul is really high when at the end... And again, you don't have to be a black hat. You don't have to have a fanatic. You can be a regular guy, just like me. But we have to know, before we get married, we need to chill out. Cool the impulse. We need clarity. We need to make one of the biggest decisions of our lives. Let's not get, cool, let's not get, get on impulse here. You know, we, I did a class the other day that 90% of decisions people make, they're making it based on moods. How good is that? Where is that going to lead you in life? If you're making 90% of your decisions based on how you feel. I, how do you, imagine an employee tells you, you know what, I made this decision because I didn't feel good. What would you tell them? I don't care how you feel. You need to make a decision. You need to, you get paid to make a decision. I don't care how you feel. So if you're making 90% of your decision based on moods, it's a problem. So for us in this generation, because it's such sacrifice and so hard, any little thing you do, you get like rewarded 10 times. It's not like a guy from B'nai Brak who's hanging out in Svat and tells, you know, he marries a girl, listen, don't have, she's not the same. But for us, because we have such a temptation and we have such a Yetzirah, we get judged 
10 times, that means if we are able to make a splash here, we get it right away. We get blessed right away. And you can get, you can attract your mate very quickly. So you're going to ask me, okay, what happens if the guy loses his mate and he ends up marrying another girl who's Jewish? So, and God, God is so great. You know what he does? If you have enough of a shalom bayit with the new mate that you have, he'll transfer the soul, the soul from another mate to her. To her. You understand? So there, it's never, you're never out. Even if you screw up, you marry the wrong girl, the, that's not your soulmate. The other soul from the other mate can actually come to, to her and you can actually be with your soulmate because souls can get transferred from people to people. So you can get sparks of soul. So you're never out. You're never, your person's never out. He can always, through doing teshuva, he can actually be with the right person he's supposed to be, which is an amazing thing because you don't have, you know, you, you, you have a shot. Lesson, lesson 66, that's called sparks of a soul. That's why, because the person has many zivugim. What is the girl's going to wait for a guy all of a sudden? He's, he's the guy's partying, and I'm going to wait for the guy all, all my life? No, she goes to another soul, and then part of her soul goes to the. So souls come because God said, if this is the way it's going to happen, especially in Miami, forget it. <laughs> Everybody's there's going to be all, a lot of money in escrow accounts, and, and nobody's doing anything. Lesson 66. So, what, what, is, our real, what is our real key to getting, making this happen? It's very simple it's, it's desire. You got a desire. It's all about the desire. Depending on a person's desire, it says, Ramachan says here, that of course you're going to have obstacles when you start doing teshuva. All of a sudden, next thing you know, you know what, that's it. I decided to do this, I'm going to pray. Next thing you know, they see that this guy is a Black American Express member. Where are you going? Where are you going? What do you think you're doing, teshuva? That's when the attacks come. So you people say, wow, I'm starting to do teshuva, and next thing you know, things are ten times worse. It's a test. That's why he's saying here. All obstacles that a person has on doing something good for him, it's only to increase his desire, not to make him do the opposite. So if you know, if you're doing something and you're getting tremendous opposition, it's because there's a... Yetzirah doesn't want you to get it. So what, what does a kid do? If a kid has a candy and you take it away from him, what does the kid do? Forget it. I'm going to my room. I'm depressed. What does the kid do? I want it even more! What does the kid do? He screams. He says, I want it even more. You're supposed to be the same way. When you get an obstacle, you're supposed to say, okay, I don't care if I fell, I'll start again. We started, we have over, thank God, we have over, over I think 20, 2,500 people in our WhatsApp group. We have eight, nine groups, both broadcasts and all. And we did a 40-day challenge, a spiritual 40-day challenge. And you have no idea the amount of miracles that people have, have had from this 40-day challenge. Because in the 40-day challenge, is, a, is reading the Tikkun Akali, which is called the General Repair, and that will help you fix, fix yourself. You need, you need a repair. You need, to, you need to go basically backwards. It's the same thing when a person fasts. What does he do when a person fasts? He's not only repairing that meal, but he's repairing, he's going back into the meal that he, didn't, that he ate the wrong way. That's why fasting is good. It's not just repairing the fast. You're actually going backwards and repairing a meal that you, never, that, that you ate the wrong way. So the same thing, we need to go on a spiritual fast. Again, your life comes down to your decisions. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you said, you know what? I'm never going to find my soulmate. But that's not true. Because he's saying, Ramachim says, very quickly, person does tikkun, he can fix his, he can attract his divug. You start focusing on the relationship with Hashem, not on the person. Not in the person. It's, it's, uh, Hashem created already your soulmate. There's, not like you, there's no lost security numbers here. No, I can't find a social security number. 
can't find this diaper's license. It doesn't work like that, guys. It's there, the second half of your soul is there. You just have to attract it. How? By focusing on the vessel, not on the light. You focus on the vessel by the five, six things we, we said tonight to do, and by getting into your spiritual state, then I guarantee you, your life will be so much easier. Nobody says you have to be a fanatic, but even if you don't keep Shabbat, even if you don't keep kosher, doesn't mean you have to do everything at once. Start with the soul. Right now, let me just work on my spirituality. Let me work on my relationship. Don't say, oh, it's all or nothing. People say, well, how can I do this if I don't do this? Ooh, are you writing the rules? So, do one thing. Okay, you don't keep Shabbat? Okay, who cares? Say the Tikkun HaKlali. What does one thing have to do with the other? So that's how we were able to make a splash in heaven. How do we make a splash in heaven? When we start doing some sacrifice. When you make an arousal down here, upstairs, they make an arousal for you. It just doesn't happen. You don't get like, you don't get the winning lottery ticket without buying it. You have to buy it, and then you have a chance. The first arousal has to become from the person. According to the, the, your desire, that desire comes to you. So now you have to, you have to realize and, and say to myself, okay, you know, I, I've had zivugim in the past that I probably, maybe they were my soulmates. And I think I may, might have lost them because of the physicality. It happens. Happens to everybody. But now let me focus, focus on, on, on attracting instead of losing. Because you know what? When you go through marriage, when you go through relationships and you get burnt out because you date a guy three or four months, guys were gonna, you get burnt out. You say, what's going on here? How am I ever going to... This problem is never going to be over. And it's not true. You're, just, you're doing the wrong thing. Rav Nachman also says sometimes a person... Can, has to go on a specific amount of dates before he meets his zivug. No matter what happens to you, no matter how nice you are, how nice you have to go to, through, through, because of your past lifetime, you have to go through a couple of dates with specific people, or just mentioning their name is part of the process. So you shouldn't say, oh, I went on, this guy didn't work, it's a waste of time. No. It's closer, it's almost paying like a tax. It's almost paying like a tax. So, we, again, we want to sit there and we have to realize that our, that our wives are here. They're second, they're second part of And they're only coming down to help you. If you know they're only coming down to help you, then you said, I need to go look for her. I need help. Because your wife has intuition. If a person has the right wife, you know what his wife has intuition? She'll tell him, by the way, stay away from that guy who's trying to rob you. Stay away from this guy. Stay away from this deal. She's like your mini... Mini interpreter from Hashem. She's your mirror. How does a woman know? Stay away from that guy. How? Because she feels her soul getting robbed. So she's able to pick up on signals that you can't get anywhere else from a girl in Costa Rica. You're not going to get that signal from her. You're not going to get it from her. You're only going to get it from your wife. You understand? You've got you to think big here. You can't think like, you know, what am I doing? Number one, work on relationship with God. Second thing we said, pray for your soulmate. The third thing we said, if we're going to do something when we get married, do it now. Fourth thing is, don't get too physical when you have a good customer that you can close. If you have a customer that's about to close, know how to read a customer. <laughs> don't get too physical. You're going to screw it up. The girl has to know, I can close this customer. Take him, to the, take him to the mall. Take him to Bar Harbor to buy a ring. Don't take him to a vacation. You understand? 
commit, commit. A good girl has to know how to close a guy. That's how you close a guy. You know how? By putting him in a soul state. Because his soul wants to be married to the right girl. You understand? My soul wants to get married. If I don't have the garbage around me, my soul says, I want to get married. I feel complete with this girl. But when you're, when you're not in your soul state, then you don't know what the hell you want, you're doing. So this is, this, is the, this is the key to everything, guys. If you follow these instructions, I'm sure a lot of people didn't hear any of these instructions before, but this is the key to victory. You want to win, this is what you got to do. Okay? That's what it's called.